Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode three of She Talks. Can't believe we're already on episode three. It's crazy to me that I don't know. I've been getting so much love. Like I've been saying, I miss you guys. I miss talking to you guys. Um, even though I'm not like having like a physical conversation, I literally miss you guys so, so much. So here, let me talk to you guys about my day. Um, basically I woke up this morning, I had to go to work and I literally just got home from work like an hour ago, but work was pretty chill. We weren't that busy. So it was nice. And now I'm home and I was kind of reflecting on my way home about what I learned this week in my psychology class. For those of you who don't know, I think I mentioned it like once, but I'm taking like a psychology class during this winter term that we have at my school. And even though I took, I literally took psychology at Point Loma last year. So don't know why I decided to take it again. Okay, I do know why. I'm not, Ade, you know why. It's because my credits from like my psychology class at Point Loma didn't like transfer over to Pepperdine. So I'm taking psychology again, but I'm really glad I am because a lot of the things I'm learning in the psychology class, I did not learn in my last psychology class, mainly because, I mean, it was when coronavirus started. So, I mean, like my semester got cut short. So I was kind of on my own the rest of the semester. And let's be honest, if any of us were on our own the rest of the semesters in our classes, we didn't learn anything. (laughs) Anyways, um, me literally exposing myself and like half of the student bodies of a bunch of other schools right now oh my god anyways psychology i'm in class we've been learning about this thing called um like mirror neurons and that's kind of what i'm going to be talking about today mirror neurons and okay 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 what i'm going to talk about today has nothing to do with like mirror neurons i don't think so Mainly, it's just, like, me experiencing other people's emotions. So, like, you've heard of, like, secondhand embarrassment. I call it my secondhand emotions. I don't even know if that's a word or if, like, that even makes sense to anybody. But basically, when I see someone go through something, like, I feel it, like, so extremely. Like, I feel it as if I'm them, which is insane to me. Like, I don't understand, but the way I feel things is so intensified if it like, oh my gosh, how does this even make sense? Basically, when I see someone go through like any type of emotion, I feel it for them, like the majority of the time. But that also means when I go through those specific emotions, it is a hundred times harder for myself. So backstory, let's let's start from the beginning, everyone. Mirror neurons, the basis of my idea for today's episode. So basically, in class, we're learning about these things called mirror neurons. The psychologists basically, like, study this through monkeys. But I have the correct definition pulled up right in front of my eyes. So I'm going to read it to you guys. A mirror neuron is a neuron that fires both when an animal acts and when the animal observes the same action performed by another. Thus, the neuron mirrors behavior of the other as though the observer were itself acting. Such neurons have been directly observed in human and primate species and birds. So basically, when I was in my psychology class, a monkey, like, watched another monkey, like, do a specific task. And then that monkey, the monkey who was watching, like, their mirror neurons fired up in their brain. And they basically, like, did the same task. So I think it's kind of like, when you know when, like, someone else yawns and you, like, see them yawn and then you yawn? I think that's what, like, the mirror neurons are. 
Also, if any of you have any type of scientific degree or like in the working process of getting a scientific degree or a teacher of some kind and I'm incorrect, I apologize. I literally barely know anything about this. But when we learned about this in class, it kind of made me realize about my like secondhand emotions. So I have a little note page of topics I want to talk about. So I'm going to get right into it. My secondhand emotions, the topic of today's episode. So let's start when I feel emotions for people when they're happy. So basically when I see other people get happy, it makes me so extremely happy. Like I don't know how to explain it. I just think because I'm a super positive person kind of like all the time. I just really get excited for other people when good things are happening in their life because, like, everyone deserves good things. Like, everyone deserves good things. Like, I I love seeing people thrive. Like, it literally makes me so, so happy. I also get this emotion when I watch The Bachelor. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. When I watch The Bachelor and, like, good things are happening to the girls, like, in their love life or, like, with The Bachelor, I get so giddy like these girls like you can tell like they're so happy about this guy or they have like butterflies in their stomach like I feel literal butterflies I'm not even kidding I was talking about this with my friend Divi the other day Divi shout out to you if you're listening but I was sending her a voice memo when I was watching The Bachelor and I was like trying to convince her to watch The Bachelor and literally like as I'm talking in the voice memo I was like like screaming like in a good way screaming in a good way because like something like the girl one of the girls was getting like the first impression rose and i was like she so deserves it like this and that oh my gosh she's so like fun and sweet like she totally deserves this and i was literally getting butterflies in my stomach i was so giddy and it's just insane because that happens to me all the time like my friends will tell me about if they have a crush or how things are going, like, with a guy they like, like, all that kind of stuff, and I get so giddy for them, like, for example, one of my friends is telling me she had, like, a date with a guy, and I literally got so excited for her. It's really weird to think about, but at the same time, that's just how I feel things, like, that's how I process emotions, it's like, I feel it for other people, but as I was saying, there's also kind of a downside to that, I feel like, Because when I feel those emotions, when I go through them myself, I feel it like a hundred times harder. For example, embarrassment. I'm sure everyone has gone through secondhand embarrassment or has felt secondhand embarrassment. But my biggest example, oh my gosh, this just kind of happened recently. But basically I was at work and we got like a security guard at my work. And one of my coworkers like said over our like walkie. And mind you, our security guard like has a walkie on as well, just so he can like hear what's going on in our store. Basically, one of my coworkers like hops on the walkie and she's like, Oh my gosh, the security guard's job looks so boring. And I kid you not, I was in the back room with like two of my other coworkers and we literally like froze and I was like freaking out in front of them. I was like, I feel so embarrassed for her. Oh my God, she doesn't know he has like a walkie on too. Like he literally heard everything. And then one of my, my my managers was like, yeah, our security guard has a walkie. So he 100% just heard you right now. 
And luckily, I mean, like, my coworker was not embarrassed at all. She literally owned up to it. She's like, no, I was just saying his job looked boring. So I'm like, kudos to her. But literally, I don't know why. I started, like, cringing. I was, I felt so embarrassed. And, like, it, it had nothing to do with me. You know what I mean? Like, I get secondhand embarrassment so bad. Or, oh, my gosh, this happened another time, too. So basically, um, one time a guy was, like, flirting with me. And he was trying to be all cute with what he was trying to say to me, but it came out, like, wrong. I'm sorry. I'm giving, like, the bare minimum of this, like, story time, like, explanation. It's just because, like, I don't want to, like, make things awkward and, like, expose the whole story. So, basically, when he was flirting with me, I could just tell, like, he walked away and it didn't go as smooth for him as it wanted, as he wanted it to go. And, like... I don't know why, but I felt that. I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. Like, I can tell he was trying to be, like, really cute and, like, smooth, but that did not come out the right way. And I just, like, I don't know. Like, I just feel other people's emotions so strongly. And I and I seriously don't understand. And, like, I want to know, like, does anyone else go through that? Like, that's, like... A big reason why I like to talk about these things is to see if, like, anyone else kind of experiences that. Like, do you guys feel emotions in a crazy strong way? Or do you, like, process emotions a completely different way? You know what I mean? But, yeah, back on me um, feeling emotions. Um, Yeah, literally, this is just a bunch of story times, I swear. Sorry, there's, like, not one, like, specific topic. I'm kind of jumping around everywhere. But that's what you signed up for when you came to listen to this podcast. Am I right? Am I right? Here's another big thing. Oh my gosh. So, you know, you meet me and I'm a really nice person. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm very nice just because, I don't know, I feel like my golden rule is like treat others the way you want to be treated. And if you, like, I don't know, like, why would you be like mean to someone for no reason? You know what I mean? So that's why I love like helping people because it just makes me feel good. Like it makes my heart happy. Like I said, it makes my heart happy to see other people happy. So that's why I'm going to go out of my way to be nice to people because, like, I would like for someone else to be nice to me. You know what I mean? Anyways, that's what brings me to this next story time is when someone is rude or mean to someone that I care about, I get so pissed off. Like, it, mm, it makes me so mad. But I just, like, I can't, I can't stand it because, like, why are you going to be a jerk to someone like you don't even know or someone that you do know like for no reason you know what I mean but it's kind of bad because then like so for example say someone is mean to one of my friends like purposefully and like it happens like more than once for some reason even though this person has done nothing wrong to me in the back of my head and I always think about that reason but it just, it kind of just shows someone's like true character. But it just always kind of stays in the back of my head. And of course, I'm never going to like be mean to that person because that's like another thing I always think of. Like, I'm never going to be mean to someone if they've never done anything wrong to me. Like back to that example, if someone that I didn't really know was mean to one of my friends, like I'm obviously not going to treat that person horribly because Unless, like, what they were doing was, like, mean, then it's, like, okay, like, let's put these people in their places. But, like, I don't know. I can't hold a grudge against someone unless they've physically done something mean to me, you know? Oh, my God, that's another thing. I w- okay, I was talking about this at work the other night. Sorry, there's kind of a digression. But, basically, I was at work the other night, and I was telling some of my coworkers 
that usually if I don't like someone, they're never going to know. Like they will never know. And I think it's because I just feel so many like different emotions. Sorry if this sounds like crazy. I swear I'm not trying like this. I'm just like, like this is raw. Like I don't even have notes for this part. Like I'm literally just like telling you how I feel. But basically if I don't like someone, like I feel like they'll never know. Like they, I don't feel like they'll never know. Like they'll just never know. And I think it's just because I'm never going to treat someone horribly just because I don't like them. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, maybe you're not my favorite person in the world, but that doesn't mean you don't deserve like me to be a kind human being to you. Do you get that? Like, yeah, I'll have my own emotions. And yeah, if, and most of the times like these, like the reason I don't like someone is because they've been mean to me in some way, or it's because they've treated me a certain way that I don't like like if someone doesn't respect me then that's their fault you know what I mean like that's on them and that's another big thing of what you guys should like always remind yourself of is if someone doesn't like you that's their fault okay like realize that it's not your fault don't question what you did wrong don't question what's wrong with you no there's nothing wrong with you you're perfect you're amazing it's their fault Like, someone doesn't like you, okay, bye, like, get out of my life. (laughs) Like, not to be, like, cruel, but it's true. Like, if someone doesn't like you, then something's wrong with them because you know your worth, you know who you are. So that's, like, another thing I always think of is if I don't like someone and it's because I know they treat me poorly, then that's their problem. It's not mine. I always say this. I said, that's a you problem. Deal with it. I always say that. Like, that's a you problem. Because it's true. That's a them problem. Obviously, nothing's like wrong with them. But I mean, maybe they're just still working on themselves. But in a sad way, they take it out on others. And it's it's not the best. But I mean, everyone's still working towards a better version of themselves. So we can't fully blame people for being mean to other people. But at the same time, that's where I kind of circle back to my idea. Is if I don't like someone, they're never going to know. Because I just kind of keep those feelings to myself. I'm not going to, like, treat them any worse than I would treat anyone else. Does that make sense? Like, I'm not going to be shitty to someone, even though they're shitty to me. Unless it's, like, unless it's so rude and I... That's another thing. I won't stand for things. Like, if someone is, like, blatantly being very mean to me, then yeah. I'll fight back a little. Not, not like, physically fight back. But, like, you know, I'll fight back a little. But I'm not going to be, like, purposely mean and go out of my way to be mean to them. You know? Because still, like, everyone deserves to be treated like a normal human being. Like, no one deserves to be treated poorly. I swear. Like, I wish I wish so many more people knew that. Because there's so many people out there that are just, like, mean for no reason. And I just, I don't understand. Okay, that was a huge digression from what I've been talking about. I'm sorry. You know, I'm not sorry. I That's another thing. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're digressing, but who cares? Who else does this? I apologize for, like, everything I do, and it's so bad. Like, I've I've been trying to work on this for so long. Like, someone at work even told me this. They were like, you need to stop saying sorry. And I don't know why. Like, just them saying, you need to stop saying sorry, like, clicked in my head. I was like, oh, my God, you're right. I need to stop saying sorry. Because it's true. Like, what do I have to be sorry for? If I make a mistake, okay. If it's something really bad, then, yeah, apologize But if it's something about who you are as a person, never apologize for that. Oh my gosh. Never apologize for you being you or you like acting out the way that you are. You know what I mean? 
Also, tell me why you know what I mean is literally my catchphrase. I swear. I feel like I say that all the time. Anyways, back to the topic. Never apologize for, like, who you are or for things you say. Unless it's, like, like, you, everyone can tell, like, when you've done something wrong and, yeah, you need to apologize or say sorry for it. Yeah, go ahead. But if it's something about, like, who you are or, like, you know, like, I talk a lot and I apologize sometimes about it. But I need to stop. Like, people surround themselves with me because they like me. And if they didn't like the fact that I talked all the time, then they wouldn't surround themselves by me, you know? And, like, that's another thing. Like, we need to just stop apologizing for, like, things we do. For example, like, say I'm out with my friends and I apologize because I look, like, bummy because I'm wearing, like, a sweatshirt and sweats. Like, no, don't apologize for that. I left the house in that outfit feeling cute, so I need to be confident about it and be like, yeah, I look cute and, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like, just, that's, like, a minor example, but I mean, like, just never apologize for, like, who you are. Please, please, please. Never apologize for who you are. Like, own up to it. Like, talk your shit. Like, feel com- feel confident. It's like, you make the choices that you want to make for a reason. And the thing is, I can't really be, like oh, don't say sorry for this, or don't say sorry for that, because I still do it. Like, I'm still working on it. I apologize all the time. You guys hear me say sorry, like, 20 million times in my podcasts. But, yeah, that's something I think, not just me, but probably other people have to work on, too. I don't know if anyone else goes through that, but I do. So, let's just, like, stop saying sorry, okay? Let's all be proud of who we are, and, you know, work towards that that place in our lives to where we can just be confident and not have to be like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know. That was a digression. I hope someone could have related to that. Anyways, let's get back to my secondhand emotions. (laughs) I kind of like digressing though. I feel like it just shows that this is just me rambling. And that's why I wanted to start this podcast so I could just talk about whatever I wanted to talk about. Oh my gosh, can we talk about FOMO? Can we talk about FOMO? The fear of missing out. I get this big time. Okay, I mainly get FOMO though. It's like, it's when there's an opportunity that I know I've missed is when I get FOMO, if that makes sense. And of course I'm going to be real. I'm going to own up to when I get FOMO. But I mainly get it the times I get like crushes on a boy and I know I've missed an opportunity to like talk to them or like improve my like friendship with them that makes sense so here this is this is a prime example so this was during my freshman year of college at point loma and basically there was this guy and i thought he was cute and we lived in the same building so that's kind of how i knew him and we also had the same class together on wednesdays and fridays so basically, I also like sat next to him in my class where I could have spoken to him in that class, but no, I was just shy. So I just never used that. It was mainly with like outside of class events is when I get the FOMO. One weekend at Point Loma, we were having like a school dance and I didn't know if he was going to be there or not, but I was already pl- not planning on going to that dance because that weekend I had to go home because I had a dermatologist appointment because last year at Point Loma, there was like some weekends I'd have to like go home to go see my dermatologist and then I'd come back. And luckily, since I only lived like an hour away, like it was doable, but my dermatologist appointment fell on this weekend. And obviously like San Diego from where I live, it's not a bad drive, but it 
it is kind of a lot. And also, like, when you're a freshman at Point Loma, you're not allowed to have a car. So it's not like I could transport myself. My mom had to come pick me up in San Diego every other weekend. And so anyways, my mom comes and picks me up. And I was, like, kind of telling her about this dance. Mom, if you're listening, I don't even know if you know. This is the reason why I wanted to go back to Point Loma that weekend. But there was a boy there that I thought was cute. And I wanted to see him or potentially talk to him at the dance. And so... I ended up going home and just, like, talking to my mom about it. But I remember that weekend, too, um, my dermatologist appointment, like, was canceled because I guess I thought I had it scheduled for that day, but then I didn't. And so then my mom was like, oh, well, um, if you want to go to the dance, like, I'll drive you back, like, this and that. But I was like, I'm not going to make my mom drive me all the way back to San Diego for a dance that I don't even know if this boy's going to go to. Anyways... I don't think the boy's going to be there. Fast forward to that night. One of my really good friends, Kaylee, literally texts me and she goes, Oh my gosh, like so-and-so is here. He's at the dance. And I got like this weird pit in my stomach. And that's like the FOMO that I get. And it's like in my head, like all these emotions were like kind of rushing through. I was like, oh my gosh, like I could have talked to him. I could have done this. I could have done that. Like whatever. But honestly, now where I'm, I'm at a different place now. And if I miss an opportunity with him, I miss an opportunity. Everything happens for a reason, you know? Because do I talk to that kid now? No. I do not have communication with him. But anyways, I still get that now, though. Like, I can't talk about, like, I don't have it anymore because I do. And I also don't want to describe the situation because it's still currently kind of happening. And if the person were to listen, I wouldn't want them to know. You know, whatever. So I I literally wrote this down in my notes, but I said, (laughs) I don't want to talk about these other situations and expose myself. So if you know me and you're curious, just text me or call me and I'll tell you all about my situation right now. But anyways, so yeah, that's kind of, I don't know if you guys get FOMO. Back to my secondhand emotions. So what I really wanted to like kind of express is that I feel emotions 10 times harder then I feel them for other people. Like, if I see someone that I love or I care about, like, go through something, I won't show it in front of them. But on my own time, I, like, process their information. Like, as if it's my own. Like, I take on other people's emotions as if they're my own. And it's kind of, I don't know. I don't know why I do it. I don't know why it happens, but it's like a feeling I can't control, if that makes sense. Like, I can't control the way I feel about other people or the way I feel for other people, but I just do. But there's also a downside to that. It's like, I feel 10 times harder for myself. Like, when I'm sad, I'm sad. Like, But like I was saying in like my first episode, it's like, if I'm sad about something... I, like, remind myself, like, okay, let's be sad for a minute. Let's take in these emotions. But then you know your worth. You know who you are. You're confident. Stay up. You know, like, that's I, it's how I balance it for myself. You have to let yourself process those emotions. And, like, you have to let yourself, like, go through these things. I hope that makes sense. But, like, I let myself be sad. I let myself be mad. I let myself feel happy. Because, like, we need to feel 
our emotions, I think, to our full potential in order to continue on with life, if that makes sense. Um, another example, I have playlists for every single mood that I'm in. I'm literally, I'm going to my music app right now. I'm going to read you guys off all the playlists that I have for myself. So I have a playlist called Chillin', which is all like my chill kind of slow R&B songs. I have current faves at the moment, songs that I literally want to blast so loud because they're my favorite songs right now, but like only at this moment. In this playlist, I just made it, but it's going to be like always changing. Like I'm always going to be changing the songs because once I'm tired of a song, I'm deleting it from the playlist. I have Giddy and it has a bunch of smiley faces next to it. And it's literally when I'm so, when I have butterflies in my stomach, when I'm so happy, when I'm like so lovey-dovey, whatever, like... That's, like, one of my favorite playlists, by the way. Like, I love my Giddy playlist because it's all the songs that describe my emotion of being Giddy. I have another one called Good Ass Mood. When I'm in the best mood ever and I'm going to listen to anything. I have, please don't roast me on this, but I have, like, indie music on this. Pop, rap, R&B, like, everything. Like, literally just my favorite songs of all time are on that playlist. I have jams, which is more, like, Stuff like when I'm getting ready and I'm just trying to like jam it out. I have my playlist called um, My Husband, which is um, Jack Harlow. <laughs> Literally love that man. Love Jack Harlow. But that is like when I only want to listen to Jack Harlow. I have like Sean My Love playlist, which is when I only want to listen to Sean Mendez. I have a playlist dedicated only to SZA. It's called SZA Moment. <laughs> I won for Taylor Swift because, for those of you who know me, I've been a Taylor Swift fan for as long as I can remember. And that one's just called T-Swizz. I have one called Throwback Bops when I'm in the mood of just, like, reminiscing about, like, my childhood. I have one called Yeah <laughs> for Ariana Grande. Um, I have, like, an indie playlist. I have my rap playlist. And I have another one called Queen Shit when I am just, like, I listen to this a lot when I'm working out. But basically just like bad bitch songs, like just songs to remind you of who you are. You know, never forget who you are. And of course, my feels playlist. It's literally just titled feels. But those are kind of a rundown of all the playlists that I have. But I feel like that's another way of how I help myself cope with my emotions. It's like when I'm feeling an emotion, I let myself fully feel it and fully undergo that emotion to the point where like I'll listen to music to kind of help guiding me through it because other than that like I don't know how I'm supposed to process things you know like when I'm really happy and I'm in like the best mood ever and I just want to like jump up and down and scream like I'll listen to like my happier playlist but if I'm in a mood where like I'm I just feel kind of sad then I'll listen to like my feels playlist and I'll let myself feel that but like I said like at the end of the day you have to give yourself that balance where like you'll let yourself process this emotion But no matter how bad or how good that emotion is, just always know who you are too. Never forget your worth. Never forget who you are. You know, just always, always be you. You know, never forget your worth. That's, that's our, that's the biggest thing. If there's one thing I want people to take away from like my podcast is just like know your worth because a lot, like my family and my friends have really helped me with this in the last year or so. If you ever want to talk to me, about that please talk to me please reach out but yeah I know I talked about a lot today I know I rambled about a lot um 
But I, I want to thank you guys for listening. It's just like emotions are emotions. Emotions are a very tricky thing to talk about, I think, I feel like. But that's why I kind of just want to share like how I feel emotions or how I like what my different feelings are like for me. Because for those of you who know, who know, for those of you who know me, I'm a very sensitive person. When I say sensitive, I'm very sensitive. Like a lot of the times, like I won't let people like see it. But sometimes some people will say something and it won't even be like mean towards my character. I just like, I just like feel things to the extreme. It's insane. And it's like another thing that I feel like I do a lot is I never let people see me cry. That is another big thing. People usually do not see me cry. And for those of you who have seen me cry, like that's how you know I'm going through it. Because I don't, I don't know. I don't like other people to see me go through my emotions because I think my emotions are very personal to me. And if I share how I feel with you, that that means you're special. Like that means you mean something to me. Because not everyone knows how I feel. Like, because a lot of the time I'm just really happy. And that's how people just kind of remember me. I know I'm a sensitive person. So that's why kind of emotions are hard for me to talk about. But I just really wanted to open up about it with you guys. Because I just know. I just feel like it's something we should all kind of talk about. Obviously, not everyone has to talk about this, but I thought it'd be good if I talked about it because A, it's therapeutic for me, and B, maybe some of you guys, you know, relate to me. But I want to thank you for listening to all my rambling. I know I I jumped around a lot today, but basically the main focus of it was my secondhand emotions, as I like to call it, and how I just, how I feel a lot of emotions to an extreme. But... I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to my podcast, for coming back every week and listening, for everyone sending me support and everyone just really giving me love towards my podcast. I'm, it means the world to me. And yeah, and also, if you guys have any suggestions of what you want me to talk about, please let me know. Like text me, DM me. Please do not forget to go give me a follow on Instagram. It's at she talks Podcast, and there's two T's at the end. Don't forget to also subscribe to me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, just as she talks. But yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much for all the support and all the love. It seriously means the world to me. And just for coming back every week to listen to me ramble about whatever. But yeah, anyways, that was this week's episode of She Talks. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.